the volume. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Hankook Dynapro AT2 Extreme. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Thank you to our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the 2024 Colin Coward Show. Panini America delivers a premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL, NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. Whether you're chasing rookie sensations or collecting timeless legends, Panini's got it. Panini America is also breaking new ground in NIL, featuring some of the biggest names in college sports. Turn first-round picks like Caitlin Clark, Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and more. Visit PaniniAmerica.net today. The Colin Coward Podcast presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. No better place to make every moment more than with FanDuel. Basketball, football, they have awesome new and existing user promotions. It's easy to use. It's safe and secure. You can get your winnings back in two hours. My favorite, the same game parlays. You can bet five or ten bucks in one hundred and fifty bucks or more. If you are new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. Get started now. Sign up promo code Colin so they know we and I sent you the Colin Coward Podcast presented by the FanDuel Sportsbook. Hi, everybody. Welcome in to our Friday morning podcast. Matt Mosley, all things Cowboys, chronicles what has been a dreadful offseason for Dallas. No other way to put it. But first, fake questions, real answers, stuff I want to talk about, but don't want to wait for you to ask me the question. Dear Colin, a lot of NFL moves, any really surprising? Yeah, I'm surprised the media is not acknowledging how badly Aaron Rodgers' drama hurt the Packers. Marquise Valdez-Scantling went to the Chiefs late Thursday. Does everybody realize the number one receiver for the Green Bay Packers heading into next year is Alan Lazard? Just think about this. The L.A. Rams wide receiving core is Cooper Cup, 170 catches, Allen Robinson, Van Jefferson, 
OBJ, Alan Lazard would not be a one, two, three, or four receiver for the Rams. The Buccaneers have Mike Evans as a one, Chris Godwin as a two, Russell Gage as a three, Scotty Miller as a four. Alan Lazard wouldn't be a one, two, three, or four for the Bucs. Does everybody understand what's happening in Green Bay? Aaron Rodgers' decision to be the highest paid player in the league has gutted his receiving core. Congratulations, Aaron, for getting your money. Dear Colin, you are really poking people in the ribs on Lincoln Riley and USC. What do you see that others don't? Well, I've had a theory forever. I wrote about it in my first book called the Say It Out Loud Theory. I tell my kids this all the time. Write it on paper, your dreams, your goals, your conflicts, and say them out loud. Let me ask you, if I say to you, Kyrie Irving and James Harden, two ball-centric guards, are going to play on the same team, does that sound like it's going to work? No, it never did. They couldn't get through the All-Star break. If I said to you, the biggest brand in college football on the West Coast hired the best offensive coach in a sport that's trending offense, do you think it'll work? Lincoln Riley's the Sean McVay of college football, the biggest brand on the West Coast, in the weakest conference. Oklahoma Sooner fans are clueless. Of course it's going to work. Say what Oklahoma is doing out loud. The best offensive coach and their star quarterback left replaced by a longtime assistant as they eventually head to the SEC. Does that sound like multiple national championships? Folks, if you ever have a dilemma, write it down, say it out loud. You'll get your answer. Dear Colin, why do you talk so often and so lovingly about LeBron James? People want to talk about Ja Morant. No, they don't. Spotify is a great barometer of how people listen to music. It used to be, hey, people want a variety of music. Not anymore. 90% of the music played on Spotify is by 1% of the artists. It used to be that people wanted new music. I want new hip beats. 70% of the music played on Spotify. 70%, we looked it up, is considered old music. What does that mean? People aren't looking for new artists and new music. They like familiarity, stuff they can sing to in the car, stuff they can listen to that takes them back to a special time in their life. John Morant is simply too new. Unless you're a diehard NBA fan sitting around on YouTube all day, you don't know who John Moran is. Find somebody in your family that doesn't live, breathe, and eat sports. Tell them if they've heard of John Morant. They have no idea who he is. LeBron is basically the Beyonce of basketball. It's familiar. I can sing to it. It makes me feel good. Dear Colin, what were you most surprised about from your excellent interview with Mark Cuban earlier this week? Thank you. I thought it was excellent, too. He said that TikTok, the presentation, the rapid presentation of TikTok and sports highlights is the future. 
because younger generations don't have the attention span to watch full games. Mark's got three different kids, right? The pushback he got for saying that is remarkable. First, golden rule. If a billionaire says something and you disagree, he's mostly going to be right. That's why he's a billionaire. He didn't win a scratch-off game. It's years and years of brain power. Secondly, I have six kids. None of them watch television. All of them are on TikTok. Mark Cuban is absolutely right. And it surprises me at the pushback. Mark Cuban owns an NBA team. He is fully aware of how people consume the games. And once the iPhone was invented, we get everything from sports to news instantly, urgently, succinctly, and edited. People are not watching outside of the NFL full games. In fact, 20 years ago when I started at ESPN, I got some data which was surprising. Do you know the average length of time people watch an NFL game? Now, the average game lasts three hours and 45 minutes. What's the average length of the time people watch an NFL game? And that's the most watched sport easily in America, 61 minutes. You think kids now, with the attention spans they have, are sitting around watching sports? They want highlights. They want it from AI and TikTok. Mark Cuban is right. Why are we arguing with him? Dear Colin, Tyreek Hill, via the Chiefs to the Dolphins, was a major move this week. What was your interpretation of how the media handled it? I'm always surprised when the media makes the same mistakes over and over and over. I've said this about point guards that can't shoot. John Wall, Derrick Rose, Russell Westbrook, they all age poorly. Why can't we learn from our mistakes? If you're under 6'4 and can't shoot, you will age poorly. It's the same thing with a team giving up five draft picks and $200 million for a speedy receiver. Go look at the last 10 Super Bowl champs. Did they have the fastest wide receiver in the game? No, they all had great coaches, really high-end quarterbacks, pass rushes, and good enough weapons. Listen, I like Tyreek Hill to the Dolphins. You could give me an F1 racing car. I don't know how to drive it. You can give Tua the fastest wide receiver on the planet. He can't get the ball to him consistently. This is still a bad owner, an unremarkable GM, a rookie head coach, and a C-minus quarterback. Why are we making the mistake that Kansas City suddenly is going to tank and Miami's taking over the world? Tua is the quarterback. We do this all the time. We fall for the better story. We fall for the bigger headline. Tyreek Hill is a $30 million chandelier in a rundown mansion. If you look at the organizational structure of the Dolphins, it's a mess. They just fired a successful coach after two years. Bring in my buddy, Matt Mosley, longtime Cowboys writer, co-hosts Doomsday Podcast with Ed Werder. I, I have never felt the Cowboys are poorly run. I never have. Um, I think they're competently run and have had a fairly keen eye on draft day the last several years. But I got to be honest, weapons, O-line, pass rush, 
all feel worse this morning. I feel like, Matt, they got caught flat-footed a little bit in this free agency period. That's my perspective from the outside. You got boots on the ground in Dallas. Does it feel like that to you a little? I, I think that's accurate. And what really got my attention was what happened. It was almost like I had gone on a spring break trip. It was almost like the Cowboys had gone on one, too. The Randy Gregory situation was they can try to explain it away. It was a major embarrassment to the organization, the way it went down. And with the backdrop of the family drama, the Rich Dalrymple voyeurism charges, allegations, as well as an embarrassing story for Jerry that uh, he apparently has a child that no one's known about um, out there and has maybe been making some payments, but had not much of a relationship with, if any. When you weigh everything that's going on, I, I think it made the Cowboys look even worse. And one of the things I think when you think they have competent and I I would agree with you up to a certain extent, I think some of these drafts have been OK. But one of the reasons Jerry loves being on so much and loves being at the combine that sometimes I think we get confused by his accessibility is is like. It equates to some level of competence, and I don't know if that's always correct. And I will say the one to me, now, Jerry has to be embarrassed about all this other stuff out there. But I think some of the negative stuff that happened with the on the field free agency type stuff falls on Stephen. And I think Stephen is going to have to answer for some of these things. And and right now, when you look at what everybody else is doing, and some of these Cowboys, by the way, you said the O-line, they've ended up on the Miami Dolphins O-line. You look at what some of the other teams have done, and the Cowboys don't seem to be keeping up. So I think the criticism is, is, uh, is, is accurate and, and necessary. Well, the most impressive member of the family I've met is Charlotte Jones. Uh, I think she's really nimble, uh, you know, really good public speaker. I've met her a couple of times. Don't know Stephen particularly well, but I, I, again, I think they've drafted fairly well. But there's always been sort of an understanding. And again, this isn't stuff I talk about, but there's always been an understanding of Jerry's personal life. Michael Irvin joked about it years ago. He's got a tumbler. He's got a cocktail with him. He's out at night. He's bouncing around Dallas. Wasn't that sort of always understood? Or am I reaching here? I mean, I, I kind of feel like it's always been understood. It's understood what he's up to and that he likes to have a good time. And I don't think in our coverage of him that's ever been, I mean, you know, part of the deal, if there is a deal in place, is that he's so accessible and so helpful and transparent in a lot of ways. I don't think maybe he's received as much backlash as maybe some owners who would be out and about and having a good time. But when a story surfaces, like what happened to his, and, and to give you a little more background, he just lost his longtime assistant, Marilyn, who was with him even before the Cowboys. And this was a family member to him. And this was someone incredibly important in his life, um, off field, on field, everything she handled. She was his executive assistant and he was extremely close to her. So in the last however many months, last couple of months, she died. 
sadly, and Rich Dalrymple is now gone or retired. Um, and obviously it, it looks now because of this embarrassing story. So I'm, I'm just saying, yes, there's an understanding that he can kind of go do whatever he wants to do. But because of the stories that have surfaced now, people don't have as much of a, a feeling of, oh, yeah, Jerry can just be Jerry. That's sort of disappeared. And so I, I, you know, unfortunately or whatever, he's going to be covered differently. And that's uh, that's a huge change for uh, all of us. Take a shot on college hoops this March. And right now we're in March with a risk-free bet on FanDuel Sportsbook. Doesn't matter if you're new or already have an account with FanDuel. All customers get a risk-free bet on the bracket. Sign in to the FanDuel Sportsbook app. Claim yours today. If you're new to FanDuel, sign up. Promo code's always Colin, C-O-L-I-N, to get in on the action. And with cash out, the ball's in your court. So you can close out your bet whenever you want before the game is over. There's no better place to place a bet in the tournament than FanDuel Sportsbook. Join now, promo code Colin. Or if you already have an account, sign into the FanDuel Sportsbook app to claim your risk-free bet today. 21 plus and present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Indiana, and Louisiana. Permitted parishes only. Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. First online real money wager only. Refund issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 533-42-ARIZONA, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat. Connecticut, 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Indiana, Jersey, and Virginia, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana, 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan, 1-877-HOP P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y 467-369 in New York, Tennessee. Redline 1-800-889-9789 Tennessee. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the tire decision guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Continental tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Continental test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. 
Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Thank you to our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the 2024 Colin Coward Show. Panini America delivers a premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL, NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. Whether you're chasing rookie sensations or collecting timeless legends, Panini's got it. Panini America is also breaking new ground in NIL, featuring some of the biggest names in college sports. And now newly minted first-round picks like number one overall Caitlin Clark, Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and more. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net with some of their first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out their most popular brands like Prism, Select, Donruss, and more, including Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen such as Draft Night Instance. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Colin Cowherd Show. Yeah, you know, the Brian Schottenheimer employment as special consultant, it feels kind of desperate. I mean, honestly, from the outside, I'm like, Listen, man, they've had a rough couple months. Schottenheimer was just run out of Jacksonville. I mean, I don't know. I, I Maybe it's the Zeke contract. The league is becoming a pass rush and weapons league. I, I look at Dallas today, and to me, they're not a top 15 team in the league. I mean, seriously, top of my head. Rams, Bucks in the NFC. Bills, Baltimore, Cleveland, Pittsburgh. Cincinnati, I think today, Denver, Chargers, Raiders, San Francisco. I mean, I start adding these teams up. Am I too negative? I I feel like they've taken a major step back. I was really hoping you would just name all the players from those rosters. <laughs> I'm really mesmerized by your ability to do that. But I, the only place I think you're maybe being a bit too negative and i don't really have any problem with anybody being negative about the cowboys but is that they really only lost one member of the defense i mean we can we can debate the amari cooper thing and how much of a loss that was but on defense randy gregory is gone he had six sacks last season and he looked really good and that is an embarrassment what happened but that embarrassment probably shouldn't overshadow the fact that they bring Demarcus Lawrence back. We'll see what Fowler brings. Um, he's been a decent pass rusher. They brought all their safeties back, and they've brought their pretty much the rest of the defensive line and linebackers. So i i think I think probably the most dramatic improvement in the identity of the team became became a big play scoring defense. And I don't think Colin that's changed that much their numbers would suggest that they had some kind of great offense, but we know how fraudulent a lot of that was because of who they did it against and that they go six and zero against their division opponents every year. But if you, if I was going to say, if I was going to make an argument against what you're saying, that they're, 
maybe not a top 15 team. I would just say with Dan Quinn in this defense that I could make an argument that they might be a top five defense. And if that still stands for something, then I think they're going to be more than just a top, you know, they're, they're, they're actually in the top 15. You know, you look around at this free agency period. It's just, it's just batshit crazy. Uh, when I saw that Tyreek Hill, forget the dollar figure, went for five draft picks. I mean, I, I honestly, I was reading it on the air live. I'm like, Russell Wilson got five, five draft picks. Um, in the end, they let Cedric Wilson and Amari Cooper go. So that that tells you they believe CeeDee Lamb is a number one. I'm not disputing that. He can have the drops, but he is a number one talent. They believe Gallup is a strong two, and they'll probably draft a receiver. That would make sense to me. Um, where do you – my takeaway before Michael Gallup got hurt, not a great route runner, big kid who runs well. But um, are you surprised they have that much faith in Michael Gallup coming off the ACL? I am a little. Yeah, but I think it's more of disappointment. They they the Amar they had a chance to move off the Amari contract than than even what they think of Gallup. I think they think a lot of him. And I think when if he can get right, and the problem is I don't know when he's gonna be ready, but when he's right. As far as like high pointing footballs, I mean, uh, Amari Cooper was one of those maddening guys. I mean, he, you know, the numbers, the route running. He was a tremendous route runner. He would go on the road and just completely disappear in games. And for some reason, he functioned better at home. He just had a he was not consistent in in the thought of him being a 20 million dollar a year receivers uh crazy and now and i think you've said this on on your podcast and 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 tv show the these other teams what what happened with the uh the bingles with getting chase we're seeing so many teams get tremendous the dolphins with waddle i getting tremendous um wide receivers in the draft that it's it's a little bit like we saw with with uh, running back. I mean, there's just and, and that's why it's so shocking to see Tyreek and some of these receivers get monster deals, because some teams like the Chiefs, obviously, believe you can just land these guys in the draft, much like it started. to We started to think of running back. So I think your first thing you said was right. They think maybe they can find somebody at 24 or even in the second round. That'll be fine at wide receiver. Think Tyquan Thornton. Okay, Colin, you can look him up later to see what what university he went to. But think of a speedy. Yeah, there you go. Speedy guy like a Tyquan Thornton or somebody like that. But I will say this. Gallup is when healthy. We'll see if he gets back to that. There's some thought that he could he could be as productive as Amari Cooper. And the problem with Cooper is he just he's either way on or way off. There's not a 70, 80 yards a game kind of guy. He's not like one of these Chiefs receivers or some of these places, Bills even, um, it, uh, you know, Vikings, that you wake up and you're like, oh, that guy's going to get me 90 to 120 yards every week. Cooper went weeks and months at a time without getting you over 100 yards. But because he was from Alabama, and at one point, once you're labeled as some kind of great wide receiver, it's hard to lose that. 
So that that just was a complete money dump. But I think it's still perplexing to Cowboys fans that even knowing that we know they're trying to move guys in the NBA. We know in the NFL they're trying to move guys and that you still end up getting huge return for them. And they basically got nothing for Amari Cooper other than getting him off the books. Three years ago, if you did a poll in Dallas, Dak would be the most popular player. Zeke would be number two. And at the time, Amari would be number three. He, he emerged right when he came over. This morning, and Cowboy fans have been at this long enough where, I mean, you do get some fanaticism. How are Dak and Zeke viewed holistically in the league now? If you went to an average Cowboy fan and said, how good is Dak? How good is Zeke? Are fans coming to terms in Dallas with Zeke is is really now a liability because of his contract? And Dak, it's been confirmed, is a B quarterback. I think they're not there with Dak. I, Zeke, yes. I mean, if they could move off that. I mean, unfortunately, nobody will trade for a running back that makes that much. Um they would they they had an escape on Amari. They can't get out of the Zeke thing. And it's really become another embarrassing moment for the team because they have to start each year pumping him up and 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 doing basically a PR. And they've already got all sorts of other PR issues. Dak, because of the nature of who he plays for and some of the numbers he's put up and the way he's covered uh, from a media perspective, you can. He's he's not he's he's at too high a profile place and he's done too much as far as numbers are concerned to end up being viewed as a B quarterback at this point. Now, if he has another down season, what what he has going for him is last year was all about the unbelievable return from a horrible injury. And so that has provided some cover for him. Um, And so I, I think. I think he's viewed still as an A quarterback, and there'll be some people out there that try to make some argument that he's around the top five or top seven quarterback in the league. I, I don't know if I'm one of those people, and I was the I'm biggest not. Dak guy. Golly, I mean, when he came, you were big. No, he was. He was just an unbelievable story. But part of it, I've always tried to um, explain this to you, was was being around him so much as a rookie and covering him so closely. I was amazed at the leadership and the intangibles. And when you kind of see that up close and see how people respond to him. And by the way, that's still the case. Yeah. But some of the on field stuff was very concerning this past season. So like what he just just the just the inaccuracy, the turnovers, the mistakes, the way the playoffs ended, the way, you know, you you think you uh, uh, grapple, you know, you you go into a playoff game, you think you should have that advantage and you don't you don't end up having that advantage. And I think what happens is these players have the 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 the, the past ways on them in the sense that Romo went through his period of time and and never got it done as a playoff quarterback, although he put up huge numbers. And so Dak has to wear that a little bit. And so sometimes you, you, you think after a season, well, he's, he's less like Romo. He's, he's going to be great. He's fine. And then what's, what has to, and this is such a huge season for him because he's making enormous money, but he's age 28. 
soon be 29. And while that's still peak and should you should be in your prime, I don't think he can afford one of these middling type seasons. Again, there are enough sort of uh, uh, coverage and fanaticism, as you would call it, sycophants, as some others would call it, that that love this team and cut co- and the way they cover it so much that they'll go by the time he ends up next season, he'll be talked about as as like a top five. And and then he's got to go out and prove it. I I haven't completely closed the door on that happening. I mean, like he's still far from like where we are with like a Baker Mayfield or somebody like that today. Oh, no. Or, yeah. Yeah. But I, I, I always yeah. said he's a more popular Kirk Cousins. We just like him more. I want to throw another topic to you. This is non-football, but football. So the stories are fairly well documented in the press that Troy Aikman was bothered by Tony Romo's contract. Tony signed that big $17 million a year contract. It rankled Aikman. And, um, you know, I try to stay out of that stuff, but it was written four or five times. And uh, reportedly, he makes about a dollar more (laughs) than Tony Romo now or something like that. In Dallas, who is viewed more favorably, Aikman or Romo? How are they viewed in the city you live? Well, it really comes down to sort of an age thing. But for anybody 45 and older, it's Aikman and it's not close. Now, if we're talking okay. about like who's the better broadcaster or whatever, we could have that debate. But in terms of in terms of the level of respect, I'll say 40 and over. I I, I uh, Aikman, because at least those people, I guess, actually 35 and over kind of has some memory. of How's Romo people. viewed in Dallas, I guess? Is he's very popular nationally? Is Romo popular in Dallas yeah. locally? Yeah, sure, sure. It's not. It's just there was. It's a different kind of respect level. He's popular and people like him, and he, he's a very he's a very likable guy. And and uh, boy, I covered him closely on those on the beat for the morning news and got to know him extremely well. Uh, and um, so I watched that one very close over the years. But I, I don't. Uh, um, was at the wedding, Colin, uh, and got to hear the uh, Coldplay cover band really get after it. Wow. Uh, yeah. Yeah. If you want to hear some of those stories, beautiful wedding, by the way. But I I think uh, I think it's just not it doesn't even rival Aikman. You know, there's a stallback Aikman thing in this town, even though Roger just turned 80. That's just beyond anything anybody could imagine. It's just they're beloved and respected, whereas Tony is liked and enjoyed. And I think the That's fact it. that he yeah. I, I didn't think he was going to be this celebrated immediately as a broadcaster. I thought he was being put in a tough situation. Same. And he's I think what he's done. He's brought like Nance is like having fun again. And Nance is I mean, it's it's just kind of a whole different kind of dynamic than I thought would happen that quickly. And uh, and it's and it's worked. And I think you're right, though. I think Aikman, given the opportunity, uh, I, I think it I think it probably bothered his ego. And I don't know what he was making at Fox, but I think it probably bothered his ego a little bit to be, let's guess, seven million a year behind Tony, whatever, 12, uh, you know, 10 million. Who knows? Um, I think that really probably annoyed him although he's he's a very gracious type i mean you've had him on many times and you have a good relationship yeah no very nice guy i just all this stuff has been so discussed by radio tv critics 
And it's not something we talk about in the halls of Fox. Like he left. It's a bummer. But, you know, we got it. You know, he's he's nobody was shocked that he had a market. You know, he's Troy Aikman. But but it is interesting when I read the Aikman Romo stories, like if they were in the same room, would they be gracious? And it, there's not some rivalry. No, right. I, I think Troy and Roger have both been great to the quarterbacks and have been there if they needed them. And that's just Troy. He may be wired to privately not like the situation and how much Romo was making it all. But nah, the, he's he's uh, totally fine. I You know, when I think about all those dynamics, there was only one dynamic that was always kind of interesting after Romo was out because I feel like he didn't think Garrett stood by him. So there was an interesting for a while, I think a Romo Garrett rift. But as far as Troy and now that Troy's maybe making whatever close to Tony, I think they'll be back to being fine. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Money solves a lot of issues. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it really I, does. All right, Mosley, you're busy. Doomsday podcast with Ed Warder. You're very busy. Who do you like in the tournament? Uh, this will air Friday morning, so somebody may get knocked out. I think Arizona is the best team I've seen. That doesn't necessarily mean they'll win. Villanova is built to win because they play defense, guards, wings, bigs. They're, and they're not they're not terribly big, but Villanova's never big. Uh, they're never they're They won a national title. Their biggest guy was six, nine and a half. So Villanova, I'll tell you a team that's interesting. If you could reseed the tournament, UCLA, and I watched them six times. They're a throw from a baseball throw from my house. Man, I was blown away with them last weekend. Yeah, that that's interesting because watching UCLA in person last year in that amazing game against Gonzaga, I'll always thank them because I think they wore out Gonzaga a little bit. I think with with my alma mater, Baylor, uh, no longer in the tournament, uh, Kentucky, others checking out. I think the Duke thing is is uh, I think that's a fascinating thing to watch. What Duke, Texas Tech. But I would uh, I think the Zags, I think Mark Few, sometimes you think of storylines that are just sort of amazing. And and he's been knocking on the door. I mean, they're literally the best tournament team. They just don't ever win the yeah. whole dang thing. Yeah. They, yeah. They win more than anybody. Yeah. And I thought they would do it with Kispert and, and uh, Suggs and those guys. Yep. Uh, but yep. of course my bears got in the way, which I was, I'll, I'll always celebrate, but I think now there's just not that team. You just talked about Villanova and I have huge respect for Jay, Wright. They played Baylor early in the season. I know they're a different team. Okay. But Baylor held them to 34 points or 36 <laughs> points in that game. They can't score uh, yeah. like you need to score in these things. Right. And again, some of the teams like Kentucky that are extremely, extremely athletic. But that's a great story. You bring it up Arizona. I mean, the guy from Gonzaga. Um, it's it's kind of wild that 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 a guy can leave that program after many, many years and step into another program and immediately be poised to win this tournament. So I wouldn't be. Totally shocked, but sometimes you some people need to be rewarded for greatness. And at Coach K, that would be a fun story, all that kind of stuff. But Mark Few, I think it's time. And I felt bad for Mark. He got a DUI, I think, this past off season. I think he's a tremendous guy. And I just I hated that for him that he had that kind of negative press. So um, I know I'm not jumping out on a limb, but I just think this is Gonzaga's time. 
And then we can watch that big seven footer who weighs about 95 pounds. Chet Holmgren. Uh, he can do some fun stuff. So, uh, and Timmy's from, from where I am. Timmy's from, uh, he's from the greater Dallas area. He's from uh, Richardson Pierce and, uh, and Baylor embarrassed him last year. I think he's back for revenge. And I, uh, I like the Zags. Good seeing you, buddy. Yeah, it's nice to it's nice to be with you. I've I've missed you. Okay, and I hope you I hope you you can see the shacket that I'm rocking today. This is a new thing we're doing in Texas, kind of a half jacket, half shirt, and it's really uh, I think it's done some some good things for me. <laughs> okay, you're funny. All right, buddy, I got to do another podcast. Always, always. I'll talk to you soon. All right. volume make sure to check out the draymond green show i brought draymond green into the volume because one of the more entertaining voices in sports unique perspective understands behind the rope also chops up with guests like gary payton zach levine tracy mcgrady make sure download the draymond green show wherever you get your podcasts only on the volume podcast network What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.